Yo. Oh. Look, I've got a little miniature Fraser. I've got a baby. <laughs> oh, mate. I'm a little bit disappointed that I couldn't find... Uh, she's also just pooed in my hand. Um, oh. I'm also a little bit disappointed I couldn't find like, a camouflage onesie. Um, uh-huh. Leave it to right. leave it with me. I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that stinks. <laughs> she's literally just had a crap. Nice. <laughs> Welcome, to, welcome to the world of online streaming, Poppy. Yeah, this is Poppy. Um, so I'm going to give her back to her mother now. Um, but I just thought I'd say hello. So. Hello. Oh, mate. She needs food, Seymour. Feed me, feed me. <laughs> right, I'll leave you to um, have a chat, Lance, and I'll be back in two minutes. Okay, okay, mate. Evening all. What have we got in the chat? We've got James, Nick, Fresh Meat. Oh, Fresh Meat. Oh. Uh, Patrick, welcome along. Andy. Evening, gents. Evening, gents. Yeah, Q and A tonight, guys. So we've got a couple of couple of corkers coming actually this week. No questions. So I'll wait for him, wait for his lordship to get back from uh, dropping his spawn back to the mother, and then um, we shall crack on. Evening, Les, Dimitri, Ari. Uh, apologies for our um, hiatus last week, gents. So a few some family bits and bobs going on. So uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to do a, a stream last week, which I'm sure you can all understand and appreciate. So, but good to be back this week, and. Uh, Ease right. ourselves back into it gently with a with a Q and A, and he's back. There he is. Did you wipe the shit oh. off your hands before we go any further? Oh, yeah. It was a fart on my hand, but I don't oh. know what was in the nappy because the fart oh. definitely went through some sort of medium. <laughs> Evening, Dave. Oh. <laughs> Hello, everyone. So, have you had any so, sleep at all? Not loads. <laughs> not, not, not. Um, pretty tired. Yeah, I'd say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's basically like, I don't know, I mean, this is obviously isn't a, a baby podcast, but I don't know how to, like, get her to sleep in a in a cot, just on her own. So, I don't know what to do. it's quite a lot of, well, it's quite a lot of sort of cuddling, and then she sort of falls asleep on me, and then I have to basically just sit there awake in fear of falling asleep in case I crush her. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm just terrible when my kids are little, mate. As soon as they, the missus put one on my chest, I'd you know, lay on the sofa and just go... They're like a hot water bottle, just instant calm for me. I could be I wide awake. It, it, I'll get a baby and go. Yeah, and it is. <laughs> and then also, you go to the NCT <laughs> classes and they're like, yeah, don't do that because you will kill the baby. And you're like, oh. Yeah, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, blimey. Nice to be back this week. Q&A, yes. mate. Q&A. Yes. Any, any purchases, oh. Mike, in your busy week of, of children? I did have some purchases. So um, I spent a lot of time sitting at the hospital on my own with my uh, eBay up. And I purchased one of these. I've actually purchased two of these, to be fair. Um, but they're basically just a little blanking panel um, with a little medic pouch on there. Oh, a little nice. medic pouch, sort of pre-sewn. Um, so if I ever run a medic roll, yeah, I thought it looked quite snazzy. Yeah, nicely um, done. Nicely done, like that. Yeah. So, you yourself? Red Bull. Uh, well, I took your advice on the old Miltec 40-litre uh, assault pack, and I've got the OD Green Coyote Tan combo one. Oh, mm. oh, 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 that's come out. See, I so, do yeah, like the colour of that. It doesn't look glory. quite the same colour as it I'll did on the website. For the past, he can't hear me because he's got his headphones Lefty. out. Hey, sorry, he can't hear me because you've got your headphones out. <laughs> and I did say that. <laughs> oh, headphones falling out. <laughs> um, um, I was saying yeah. I quite like the colour of it because it doesn't look it doesn't look quite as contrasty as it does on the website. No, it doesn't. No, and I was quite I was quite chuffed with that actually, and I sort of thought, well, I could possibly get away with that in sort of both sort of up four. Blue four rolls PMC. It's a bit of an all rounder, really. Because it's not PM. It's not like multi cam or MTP. It's not completely OD olive drab or anything like that. 
and obviously the desert colour has got like a nice combination of the both. So, and I was pleasantly surprised at how good it was. Not that I was poo pooing it before you, before I got one or anything like that. So don't take anything out of what I'm just saying there. But the the width of the shoulder straps, um, super comfortable. And that's that. This has been fully loaded as well. I've like been having a stomp around the forest a bit. Um, the waistband isn't much to talk about, but on a lot of bags, a lot of them are like that. So I and I don't use it, so I'm not. It will probably end up being cut off or removed at some point. Um, but the shoulder straps were wicked. Um, all the pockets were modular. The zips. I was really impressed with actually how strong and how um, robust the zips are. I was expecting to be quite thin, sort of like Mickey Mousey sort of zips, but they're actually like a nice sort of. I wouldn't say military grade, but a, certainly a nice strong, sturdy set of zips on there, all with like pull tab paracord on them so yeah I, you know i was pleasantly surprised with it and it's a wicked little bag when i say little it's it's no different than the other 40 liter one but it's, I, I like it because it's all the pockets are very modular and there's all bits and bobs inside it and things like that Do you know what i mean there's there's storage within storage and things like that room for a camel bladder in the back of it so yeah really impressed and super comfy to wear super comfy so yeah i was very i was presently surprised with that so thank you mike for your little uh that's all right show off i did buy something else yeah, let me just grab it <laughs> oh camera's gone mike oh hang on that's what that. <laughs> oh, that should have been on at the start. I yeah, well, I had the baby. <laughs> I um, so I jumped straight on. Uh, I can't really see very well with this on, but um, for those watching last week, everyone called me uh, the week before. Everyone called me Batman, so oh, I thought I thought Batman. that was amusing. So I think my daughter's watching. Yeah. Evening, Leah. Just look like chubby you. Batman. <laughs> no, I, don't, I love it with a really pointy nose. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Five pound well spent. That's it. I'm never going to get that back. <laughs> oh, blimey. Right, cool. Leader there, Mr. Andy Bob. Evening, Bob. Yeah. Bat Dad. They are great I'll videos. Just, YouTube. I'll quickly just run through the chat. Uh, everyone's saying <coughs> evening. Hello, babies. Uh, James C. Stream live rather than watching a repeat back. Thanks for that. Beautiful. But if you'd like to watch the repeats, they are they are pretty there good. Are. There are many. Um, what number is this actually now? Is this, this is episode forty <gasps> today. We've been on literally, I would say, forty weeks, but we have had a few gaps. Um, yeah, technically, we've been going. A, no, I was. Have we been going a year yet? No, with the gaps included. No, we haven't yet. No, okay. No. Right. Yeah. We're getting there. We're not getting yet. there. Not long. Um, Nick Prax says, "I've been told the baby uh, whiskey is a big no-no here." For you or the baby? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Dimitri says you need a big Red Bull. I've drunk so many energy drinks, it's ridiculous. At one point, genuinely, I got into bed. I was like, I am so awake. Yeah, I am right up for this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Patrick Fox Squad said the secret to babies is to give them to their mums 24-7. You see, that's, yeah, I have, I've, I've tried to step up a little bit just because, you know, I, I want Anna to sleep as much as possible. Um, but at the same time, I can't breastfeed, and she keeps trying to breastfeed with me, um, which is just awkward for everyone involved. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy, Andy says, actually, whiskey. I was a nightmare baby, and my dad used to put his little finger in some whiskey and let me suck it off his finger, and I turned out fine. There Did you? Yeah. <laughs> um, is that your own opinion, Andy, or have you asked opinions on that? <laughs> no, fair play. Um, James C says, try to find the Miltech bag in Multicam, but can't. Any guidance? Um, I'll we look through the episode, or I'll go through the episode, James. I'll see if I can find a link for you. Yeah, I believe um, I got my one, James, on Amazon. But, however, I didn't look for an MTP one because I saw, or Multicam, should I say, um, I saw this one. So I thought, no, I like that. I'm going to go for that one. 
Unless you can get one in a different, slightly different size, perhaps it might have been more available in a different size. So I know they do do um, various sizes in that kit pack. So um, yeah, we shall find out. Uh, then, Louise says hi, Dad. Dad, hi, Dad. Dad. I and think that's my daughter faces. saying hi via <laughs> 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 the wife's phone. <laughs> uh, Joe's there with the ducks and some beers. Hi, Joe. Joe, where? Um. Uh, Andy says Mike's Batman. Yeah, I only I only did that for you, mate. Just just especially. So. But in all fairness, though, you are Batman. Yeah, fresh meat says Bat Dad. Um, Nick says just confirmed he is the Batman. He is the Batman. Bat Dad two Andy, you know this is getting posted on the Facebook page later. Sorry, I'm just reading the comments now. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, ah, Nick says, have you duct taped a nappy yet? I haven't. Um, I've actually been pretty fortunate with the nappies. Um, one little funny story was the um, so uh, my wife had to go in to have uh, a forcep delivery, which was pretty pretty extreme. Um, she lost like a liter of blood at one point, and it was all over the floor. Um, I'm genuinely a little bit worried that she might die. Not gonna lie. Um, so that was pretty traumatic, but they, they get the baby out. The baby's in the far corner. I'm I'm there with the baby, and the consultant comes over and says, "You know, everything everything's fine with your wife. Congratulations, you become a dad." I said, "Yeah, you know, I don't really like babies, but I quite like this one." And she said, "That's excellent because that means you can take that one home then." So. <laughs> That's the result. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Andy says, "Mayor, people have said that. It's not just my word. People have, personally, I think I'm a bit of a tip." Yeah. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> no Lovely comment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Joe C says, out of stock in MTP, but all other colours in stock. Bummer. I'll, I'll see if I can find your link, James. I'll do a little bit of research while we're on the Go episode. Go town, mate. You'll like it. So, it does look quite nice. I, I, I must nice. admit, as soon as payday rolls around, around there will be bit. one in my basket. So, mm. yeah. Cool. Oh, so how are we? I feel like it was a bit of like a mental first 10 minutes of the episode. Mm. Very well, mate. Very well. As well as it can be expected. Oh, yeah. very warm in the air, Loth, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's cooled down, it's still hot. I mean, it must have been roasted a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh, my God. So there we go. Yeah, not too bad. Busy working, usual. Obviously, yourself, you're playing, you're, uh, playing house and uh, being dad. Yes. Yes, that's that's going well. So just not a lot of sleep. <laughs> just, it's I all just good. Need it's to all good. Too much. It's all good. I did, I did get to about six o'clock. This afternoon, I was like, oh, I've got to go do a podcast. And then I was like, no, you know what? I actually enjoy the podcast. That's not a hassle at all. But yeah, exactly that. But then I was thinking, oh, I've got to deal with the baby. How am I going to deal with the baby at the same time dealing with the podcast? So, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, James, just so you're aware, uh, Harry, Badger, and Mike. Mike. Uh, Harry Badger and Mike Brewer have very kindly put some links on the Facebook page. Um, so Give I don't Danny. know if you've got access to those um but there's some links there to uh, miltech i believe multi multi-cam bags so thanks guys for sorting that out really salt backpack yeah nice yeah like i said they could be they could be available in different size varying sizes so they might not be available in the 40 liter if that's what you're after james but they could well be available in like the 20s or something like that so uh have a look mate let us know cool actually right so oh yeah spring no, go on, no, crack on. So I'm, I'm just I was gonna say, um, my um, survival aids, uh, and I mean, as in survival aids, is in something to help you, <laughs> not like the, you know, the horrendous virus. Oh, we've still got the link on the uh, on the branding from the last the last one in the last room. So there you go. <laughs> I was actually just going to quickly cruise through. Would you, if you do the first question, see if I can yeah, see. Yeah, that's fine. So I had um, I was uh, the first question that came in. Um, 
Oh, sorry. Harry says uh, they've got all colours, including the rape slash murder bag red. There you go. <laughs> cool. That was, a, um, that was a howler, that one. Yeah. I'll get that in a hurry. The first question that came in was from Rage asking how much sleep I'd had. Um, so, yeah, I covered that. Not a lot, basically. Um, yeah. I would like a lot more. Any sleep. Yeah. <laughs> They're not in that pack, so. Um, Dimitri. Dimitri Rage uh, reached out to me on Facebook uh, with an interesting one. How to deal with cheaters in Airsoft, uh, the reactions to them, and then subsequently how to deal with getting pissed off in-game. Oh, let's break so that down cover, into a couple of questions. Yeah, then. cover the cheaters first. How to deal with cheaters um, sort of within a milsim. Um, so obviously milsims are a slightly different affair than skirmishes, I would argue, along the lines that um milsimers probably generally tend to be those that have played a little bit more regularly uh, yeah, a little I'll bit maybe a little bit more experience uh, i'm stereotyping slightly <clears throat> i mean at the end of the day i mean personally i think cheating is cheating at the end of the day isn't it? If you're not taking your hit whether it's a milsim skirmish or whatever it's it, you know it's, the fact of the matter is it's cheating i wouldn't uh i mean i've, I've fallen foul of this was sort of uh in the earlier in the, in the in the youth um of just like being all hot-headed and, oh yeah Take your hits, beep. You massive beep, <laughs> and things like that. But then you sort of it doesn't really get you anywhere because then you just get another guy coming at you. Go, well, you can shut your beep, 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 beep. <laughs> do you know what I mean, I did, I did take my hit and all this. So best thing to do is just uh, have a quiet word in a marshal's ear or one of the organisers' ear rolls and say, look, I've I've had a couple of sets with this guy now. He's I've clearly line of sight. I've clearly seen my BBs bouncing off him. Whether he's wearing a day sack or a plate carrying it, he's not quite feeling the hits or something like that. I don't know. I've had that before where I've been hitting the backpack and I've, someone said, oh, mate, I hit you. And I've been right. Okay, sorry, bud. Didn't feel it. But yeah, hit, fair enough, whatever. Could be that situation. But if you can blatantly know that they're cheating, the best thing you can do is just make it known to a marshal or an event organizer of, of the situation, who they are. And nine times out of 10, guys, is if it's going to be, if they're going to cheat with you, they're going to be doing it with other people. And it's going to filter on. They're going to get more and more complaints again against them. In the end, the event organizer is going to say, "Look, mate, you're not taking your hits. You're being a dick. Pack your kit and fuck off." And that's going to, and that'll be the end of it. Then you're not going to get yourself into a confrontation with someone. You're not going to give them any bait to then come after you or anything like that. Any of that business, just keep yourselves away from it. Report it to the to the to the um, the officials if you like at the event and let them deal with it. And that's what they're there for. And that's the best thing you can do about it. I've fallen foul of it before and I've just completely lost my rag. But then you sort of learn from your mistakes, and you because afterwards you think. Oh, I was a bit of a dick there. Shouldn't have really done that. Although he was being a dick, not taking hits, but you know, you know, can't fight fire with fire. Tip for tat. It's always taking the moral high ground in it. Like exactly that, mate. Yeah, so just, just, just let the uh, let the uh, officials know. Um, yeah. about well, I mean, get annoyed though. You know, I, I, oh, yeah. I, I would argue that don't, don't just, don't just, you know, turn the other cheek per se. Um, you know, it's it's still got to be dealt with because it ruins the game for everyone. You know, it does, you, yeah. as, as long as you know, as you well. might not be the first one to get to come up against that. Um, Exactly. I mean, you get. Then I find you get cheaters on, the other... on both sides as well. Oh, yeah, so you get the cheaters like, yeah. that claim that they have been hit. Oh, sorry, the, the cheaters that claim they haven't been hit, and then you've got the people shouting at you that they have hit you. Mm. Um, yeah. When you know BBs hit foliage and trees and stuff like that, you know, it's kind of a bit, bit of give or take, really. That's it. Um, I mean, and, and and also as well on the flip side of that is you have to be sure that you're calling it as you see it. Mm. So you need to be hundred percent like. Clear as day, I've, I've seen my BBs ricocheted off his clothing, off his body armour, off his body or whatever. You can't just say, he was just to the left-hand side of that bush and I've put so many rounds in there now, he must be hit and he's not taking it. That's that, that you, they, you, you can't give that. 
because I've been in situations where I've had rounds pouring at me with I've got a lot of vegetation in front of me and that, and I've not been hit. Maybe a couple of bounce backs off the floor or something, but you know that's a bounce back off the floor. It's not gonna. It doesn't mean it means nothing unless it's a round that's coming directly and hit you. Then you know you've got to be really careful that you're not calling out someone who's genuinely not getting hit by your BBs, although you think you're hitting them. You know that's two different things altogether. So you must be very very sure before you go pointing fingers because that can then get someone in turn very very cross and say, look, mate, I'm genuinely not been hit by you. You know, it's just it's it's really difficult. It is really difficult because there's no marker or um or like that paintball, there's no paint splatter on your gear or anything like that. And the only thing you might come up with is a bit of a welt, but that could have been from ages ago. You don't know, you know, that's the thing. Just gotta be careful with it and be tactful with your reporting process. Yeah. <laughs> I mean there's there's other aspects to to cheating as well. So for example, um there might not be a clear understanding of the rules. Um, you know, I've been to events where one team has been maybe briefed that they've got a shorter regen time than another team, um, just through sort of a bit of a lack of communication. Yeah. Um, I've had a game before where there was a five minute bleed out time. Um, I was sort of hiding in uh, a bush with my, my ghillie hood on, so I didn't want anyone to let know I was there. Um, but the guy I shot was like there for 15 minutes. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, is he just waiting for someone to come and medic him in? Um, so I actually ended up crawling over to him saying, look, you, you're dead. There's a five minute bleed out time. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't know that. So, you know, it, sometimes it's, it's not just, I'm going to cheat. You know, it, it might just be, no, it could be a complete genuine misunderstanding of the rules. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, mate. I completely, I mean, I fell foul of that. At, um, uh, the Octo event with the medic rule where if you get hit in the arm, that arm's isolated, but you can still fire with the other arm and things like that. Oh, that see, yeah. <laughs> see, I, I, I'm, I've, that's the only event I've ever been to where they have that rule. And and no, I'm not saying I've, I've cheated at any of these events, but what I tend to do is if I get hit, is I just go to ground and just like, yeah, hit, blah, medic, blah. Whereas, I'm think, whereas afterwards, and then finally, obviously, I'll, I'll get taken out of the game, have to go and respawn or whatever, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, I could have carried on with my other arm. But then I still don't remember for the next time I get hit or something like that. It's just, no, and like when that. you hit someone else and you, you see them kind of go down and then they're immediately up again and they might have changed arm or whatever like that. Exactly, but you're like, yeah. you're thinking, I'll just oh, hit you. Yeah, yeah. You think, oh, bugger. <laughs> so there's things like that, you know, and it, like just genuine misunderstandings. Nine times out of ten, things like that like, get ended up with like a pat on the back and a laugh, you know, um, for the rest of the day sort of thing, you know, which is good if it can, if it can be sorted out like that. But um, yeah, cheating, yeah, don't like that. If it's, a, if it's full on naughty cheating, don't like that at all. Yeah. I'll you just know. run through the comments. There's a, there's a few uh, interesting reactions as to how to deal with cheaters. Um, <laughs> there is, so, even in Marcus. Fresh Meat says, just keep shooting them. Uh, and there's Bob says, yeah, cheaters, get closer and shoot again. If they do it again, light them up with an LMG. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, don't necessarily do agree with Damien's here, which is just full auto in the head. <laughs> to the head. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if they're not taking their hits, oh, yeah, I'm not going to condone that. You do what's right for you at the time. <laughs> That's how I'm going to answer that question. We don't, we don't want November Foxtrot to be like brought into any deposition or anything. Exactly, yeah. 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 Um, you do Ratty what says, you felt was right for you. Yeah. Ratty says Lance is fluent in Morse code. Oh, is that my swear, my swear, beep, my beep, swear beep. filter. Uh, Andy says, uh, if they still don't call it, walk away to another part of the site and tell a marshal. I mean, to be fair, some of the middle teams generally have in-game marshals as well. Um, you know, you'll have sort of player marshals and Quite often, I mean, a lot of the games I've played at, most of the people know each other um, on, on both sides. So it's, you know, you could always just have a chat you, with you, one of them you, and say yeah. that... You're going to be hard-pressed to, to find someone who's going to be as blatantly cheating like that. I mean, I mean, that's quite an extreme scenario to be shooting at someone, blatantly hitting them, and then still not taking it. I mean, 
hard in it, but I, I sort of expect that more at a skirmish day than I would uh, a, a, an organised Milsim event sort of thing, you know. So you get hounded by skirmishes now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take that. Uh, Harry has a good one. So at my home site, calling out people not taking their hits is also considered cheating. We shoot with our guns and not with our mouths. I like that. That's actually yeah, a really good, good little shout. mantra. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. Um, that's, and that goes, like we said previously, is, you know, obviously not calling them out on it. Just go and report it to an official, to a marshal, to an organiser, let them deal with it. And if, it, if the person who's in, in question has done it multiple times, they're going to have multiple reports on that one person. It'll be bye-bye. <laughs> go a little sleep. Fresh Meat says, aim for a soft spot. Oh, uh, in a thigh. Yeah. In a thigh. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, rage. Evening, Rage. Uh, James says, I remember at the Octo game, me and another mate fighting one of the PMC guys and my mate throwing me pistol mags while I used my pistol. We both just had one arm and I ran out of mags. Yeah, you see, <laughs> it was the Octo game. And this isn't this isn't in any way a slight to the Octo games. It was just we weren't really fully on board with those rules. Um, you know, a lot of the games that we just played out, if you hit, you hit. Um, exactly and that, it was, mate. It's just it was it's just, just that. So our team, it. our team, every time we got a shot, we're like, oh, we're dead. Yeah, <laughs> just really flamboyant deaths on the floor. And I've got like JTF standing look at this game. What the fuck are you doing? You've <laughs> <laughs> been hitting the arm, for Christ's sake. Why are you rolling about like that? <laughs> yeah. So going on to the next Josh stage. Josh said, get into it. Otherwise, what yeah. we're doing. Josh said, we have to pretend. I mean, yeah. to be fair, some of us went full Shakespeare, so that was a bit weird. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was good fun. Um, so in terms of how to deal with getting pissed off in game then, you know, I mean, I, I would argue one of the points there about kind of just, just deal with it and move on would be would be a fair sort of way of handling yeah. that. Again, um, I'm guilty. I can be, confess. So, yes, my name is Lance and I have been pissed off in a few games. <laughs> Don't laugh at me like that. And best thing for me to do is just to take myself away, get a brew on, have a sit down, have a vape or a smoke and just chill. A, a legal smoke. There's like a roll up or a cigarette. I don't mean a smoke, mate. Um, have a blaze, <laughs> and then just come back with some Cheetos and give everyone hugs and high fives. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Just take your way, out, take yourself out of the situation that's obviously created your hot headedness or your the anger issue or whatever it is. It might be. Remove yourself as quickly as safely as possible. Back to your fob, under your basher, get a brew on, a few deep breaths, and just chill. You know, chill the Jeff out. You know, at the end of the day, it is a game. You know, and a lot of people say that, and it, but it's at the time that that's not the sort of thing you want to hear because there's something that's obviously pissed you off and you're well aware that it's a game, but there's still something that pissed you off within that game. So, you know, just remove yourself from the situation, I'd say, mate, and just go and take five minutes for yourself and then sort of come back into it with a sort of a fresh mind. Yeah. I think one thing as well to bear in mind is if you do get pissed off, there is an element that, having someone on your team just ranting and raving, and I've been fully guilty of this before, just ranting and raving about the game shit, the day shit, it's shit, your shit, their shit. Yeah. It's very, very annoying, you know, and I, I know I've done this, and I've always sort of kicked myself afterwards for doing it, but when you're kind of going, oh, it's fucking crap, oh, yeah, you know, oh, they're cheating, oh, all of this, it just ruins the guys behind you day, it ruins the guy ahead That's of the day. It will. it will bring other um, people down around you, do you know what I mean? Is he back? You just stopped talking. I was expecting you to contact. No, so, sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. No, my, my screen just froze. I had this big notification come up and I was clicking it off and I was like, uh, oh, I'm back again. <laughs> yeah, it will do. It will bring your, your team down around you. Know? It's, I mean, everyone's, if you're sort of pissed off with an event, there's probably, a, if you're in a, if you're in a team as such, there's a good chance that a few others may well be. You know, so you know, 
it's not maybe going to plan or maybe it's, it's not going to the way you wanted it to go or, you know, your team's being dealt a bit of a bad hand or whatnot, you know, but, you know, end of the day, just pick yourselves up and just sort of try and smash it as best you can. Do you know what I mean? Which is tough. I it find, can be tough. I find if you've got someone that's really pissed off, the best way that I find to try and defuse the situation is be like, do you want a hug? Mm. Do you want a hug? It doesn't work. Doesn't work quite so well post COVID, but pre COVID yeah. it worked quite well. Or, or sweets. <laughs> that's another one. Just do you want a sweet? Sweet. Have, have, a, have a sweetie. Have a sweetie. It'll all be fine. It's all fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, that's that's cheaters, I guess. <laughs> Andy just says how to not get angry. Just whiskey again. Whiskey for everything. There we go. Whiskey just helps. Yeah. Problem solved. That is that. That's now going to be known as Andy's cure all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ray says most of the time I find cheaters aren't actually cheating. They just didn't realise they got hit. Also, shouting and stomping your feet only ruins your day. Just shoot at someone else. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. So, that being said, um, I think it was Fresh Meat. I think said uh, we need that as a patch for the uh, full auto in the head. Um, so, yeah. Oh, okay, something to, <laughs> something to bear in mind. I think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Cool. Um, Next question from. Did you want to do yours, Lance? I know um, Mikhail uh, yes. had one come through. He, he did yeah, come up with a little, actually, a picture of a little question, actually. So um, this is from Mikhail Weremko. Apologies if I've not pronounced that correctly. But um, So he asks um, How do you identify friend and foe when there isn't clear difference between camos or in low light environment? Do you use some kind of shout and respond method? Mike. So the darkest <laughs> event. Oh, I'll go with it. The darkest event I've ever been to was a Longmore one. It was a Battle Stations Activity Centre Milsim. And it was hands down one of the best Milsims I've ever done because we were fighting a, a rebel force that was treating uh, local villagers uh, with some sort of thing that turned them into zombies. So we were genuinely fighting zombies Brilliant. <laughs> at, at Longmore. The um, the teams were broken down. There was uh, the, the um, NATO forces comprised of six guys of which, you know, they broke us down into sort of two groups of three. Um, I think there was probably about 12 uh, local militia, and I think the rebels and sort of village of forces ranked at about sort of 20. Um, and it was so dark, none of us had night vision, and no word of a lie, we were trying to work our way from the main uh, sort of concrete fob area uh, mm-hmm. round the back by the gas tower, and it was so dark that we literally had one hand on each other. Just the first person was just like stumbling along and if if a car had come down with their headlights on they'd just seen six guys like huddled all up together just literally <laughs> a hand on each other's shoulder just trying not to fall over um so yeah i mean uh, the dark if you've got night vision that kind of solves all problems doesn't it really um you kind of get the eye if i've understood the question correctly you kind of get the ir strobes um yeah. bits and pieces like that so you can sort of help identify team members um you've got communications and radios that obviously help out a little bit as well um but in terms of physically identifying them that kind of comes into mostly if they're shooting at you i guess uh, i mean i've had situations where i have literally bumped into the enemy not realized who they were you're having a chat with them and then all of a sudden it turns out that they're your, they're your opposing forces and it's just who can draw their pistols quicker yeah um, true. yeah yeah i mean that's why a lot of events i mean i think you'll probably struggle to get events where the camo patterns are very very similar um, I don't know. Possibly they could. I, I, I've not really seen it myself, you know. Unless there's been like uh, someone's cocked up and they've actually, but for example, like, like we say about the, you know, it starts raining. The only MT, the only waterproof jacket you've got is an MTP jacket, but you're playing a rebel force against 
JTF. Do you know what I mean? And you know, they see you with an MTP jacket on. Oh, he's one of us. Oh no, he's not. <clears throat> so that comes into it. But um, with regards to like, if you are if you are wearing a, a similar camo pattern, I'm guessing I'm, I don't even know what would be similar as of, of an opposing forces. You know, I mean, worst case scenario, if you if you had one side in multi cam and then one side in in um, in um, MTP, do you know what I mean? It's going to be like. Wow, right, okay. Our comms have got to be really spot on now, and that's going to fall onto the team leaders and like sort of like the section commanders, if you like, to know, right, this is my section. We're here. I've got Alpha and Charlie or Delta and Charlie's right and left of me moving forward. That is, we've got no other friendly forces out there, so anything we encounter now is going to be an enemy force or, or whatever it might be. Um, and I think obviously that's going to be a massive part of it is your communications, knowing where the your other sections are on your on your task force side or, or your op force side know where the other sections are, what they could be doing. And that's where all the team leader comes in before they go and do their patrols or whatever it is. Um, just to clarify where they're going to be, where they're going to be operating at. And obviously the the, the strength, you know, like team sizes, that's, that could be a good indicator, you know, things like that. Comms is a major one for um, for, for PID and your targets and, and obviously getting good eyes on as well. And um, and knowing your team as well, you know, and, and I mean that as a, as a, conglomerate of the whole section and not just like your little team though me and my five mates have gone along for the weekend but you could that you could be 40 up on the op four side or 40 up on nato side so you need to sort of know vaguely you know the section sizes and where they're going to be operating and i think to give you a clear indication of where they're going to be and stop sort of like blue on blues and, and things like that but then you have got the night side like you said mike when night falls and that you've got the challenges at night people coming in and out off stag you know you can do like the five numbers or the four numbers you've got a numerical code and you say well i'll, I'll give you the, the last four the last two you give me the f number one and number three or something like that you know how it yeah. works the best one i've seen like is that. where you have to it adds up to like 12 say so you get one team shout six and then the other team can shout six and then you know that it adds up to 12 yeah, yeah um yeah. i did that with somebody once and they clearly weren't very good at maths so oh, right. <laughs> we Martin. shouted six they shouted five we lit each other up so <laughs> Yeah, little methods like that, yeah, to, to ID yourselves as friendlies and things like that, you know. Or you've got the basic challenge. I mean, I, I can't see that being uh, something you couldn't do. Like, if, if you're not unsure, if you're if you're one side of a dugout or something and you've got someone on the other side of the building, I don't suppose any harm in you shouting, like, blue four or op four. And I'd, I'd expect you, if there was a gentleman, to get a response. Obviously, if they are op four and you're blue four, I'd expect them to say nothing. Yeah. But if they were blue four, they'd say, yep, yeah, blue four, you know. If you don't hear, you just don't shout friendly because friendly because, obviously means yeah, friendly different things, means different friendly could be either side. You know, if you if you challenge someone at the other side of the building, say blue four, and you've got no response, you can light them up. You know, that, 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 that's as easy as it can be, really, isn't it? You know, yeah. what I mean, and if if anything comes toward, oh yeah, well we we was blue four, I was like, well you could have shouted up, you know. Yeah, but we've been laying here for four hours waiting to set an ambush, which was just about to spring, and then you come up behind us and shout blue four. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. <laughs> But then again, as you said, it comes back down to your communication with zero. I mean, if you've and got a good like exactly. team command structure, I mean, even even not just you know from a from a local um, perspective, if you've got someone like I mean, the Legion events are a good example of that. You usually have like a command network that's got a map. They've got a rough idea of where their teams are, yeah, um, right. you know, and there's, there's a proper command net there, so it should kind of help you not start lighting up your own team. Um, I mean, Rage makes a good point that. Um, Someone shooting at you doesn't mean they're on your side. Uh, anyone who's been in the army will tell you that. So yeah, you know, it happens. I guess. I guess in my mind, if they're the enemy, that they're the enemy if they're shooting at you. So yeah, in that, like, in that, in that particular moment, they are the enemy. Yeah. 
<laughs> yo, yo. There's also um, in the chat there quickly. Uh, just oh, wanted yeah. to shout out to Rage. Um, so basically, the last APOC event, um, Marcus had a bit of a a, a a bit of a whoopsie with a, a his gun his gun case and a, a Ford Focus car reversing over the, a portion of it, um, which uh, did a bit of damage. Nothing, obviously, thankfully, not to any of the weapons or anything like that. But obviously, the case took a bit of a hammering, and rightly so. That's why we have cases for these things. Um, didn't quite, didn't, you know, I didn't realize it'd be that strong to have a, a Ford Focus reverse over it, and you know. Be absolutely fine, but Rage out of nowhere, like an absolute knight in shining armor, just whips out a brand new case out the back of his car. Marcus, here you go, mate. That's for you. So, oh, nice. There we go. You know, a bit of giving there, a Milsim event. That's what we love to see. So, that's a you know, a boost cool. for the community there. So, big shout out to Rage for his generosity. You know, very appreciative of that, mate. I have a couple of follow up questions. Who, how, what? <laughs> So who was driving the car over people's kit to start with? <laughs> no comment. So basically, Marcus's kit was uh, unloaded from his vehicle. Um, I think Marcus had popped to the loo, uh, and that was it. And I think someone was reversing their car slowly, not taking the piss or anything like that, just reversing. And Marcus's car and the, this car in particular was side by side. He saw uh, okay. his kit on the floor. And then we've heard, I think, oh, I can't remember who it was. And I was going, no, no. And then the car just, it, it got onto the corner of the case, stopped, and then went off again. But, you know. But like I said, thankfully the content's absolutely fine. But the case um, took a bit of a beating on that corner. But yeah. it done its job. Very impressive, cool. actually. Well, yeah. That was going to be my follow-up. I'm back. What was the back. case? What was the case that survived that? Because that's that's clearly a really good review, um, you know, for a, yeah. for a case that withstood that. So, Marcus, if you could just whack that in the chat, because that'd be good to know. Um, but yeah, Definitely. well done, Rage. But yeah, kudos to Rage. Good on you, mate. Rage is our uh, Nofo hero of the week. There you go. Yeah. There'll be some. Uh, there'll be a, a multi pack of swish on its way to you, mate, in the post because you love it. Why do you <laughs> want to anger him? <laughs> <laughs> oh blimey! Um, no, going back to the uh, the night vision, um, the identification at night. Um, you can also use um, obviously like the little glow sticks or the daylight, uh, like the day glow. Um, oh, like you know, the little IR, like a they're not IR, but the little illuminators that you can use. <clears throat> so, obviously, if you've got like enough proper teamwork, uh, to start the event, um, <laughs> you can, uh, sorry, like, uh, Rage has just said, I hate you, Lance. <laughs> yeah. well, <I> <laughs> um, you can obviously work as a team and go, right, we're going to use for this night, uh, you know, blue glow sticks or something like that to kind of, if you've got like the little ones on your back. Yeah. Um, or any sort of like marker identifications like that as well. Quite, yeah, quite I well. mean, I've I've always found the little um the fishing night uh, glow sticks, mm. fishing floats. They're, they're probably about an inch long, maybe a little touch over an inch long. Perfect. You can just leave, like, wedge them down inside a bit of net in or anything like that, or tape them up so it's literally just a just a tip, um showing, and then just have that on display. And that's a nice little indicator, you know, back of your back of your boonie out or your lid or whatever it is at night time. Oh no, I was thinking like if they're ahead of you, so if, oh, if you've see, got right, someone, okay. if you're approaching a position <laughs> or whatever like that. You've got someone with a glow stick like in the little pouch you can just pull out and wave just briefly. Oh, that, just whip, it, just whip that, it out, give it a wiggle, and then yeah. you know, come on in. Yeah, Beautiful. there you go. I love that. Nice one. <laughs> oh, I, actually, Nick I remember that next time we were out. If you, if yeah. you shout at me for getting it out and wiggling at it, yeah, so it was your idea, all right? Yeah. <laughs> well executed, Lance. Well executed. Thank um, you, Nick, Did Nick you makes use a scope good to point. see me. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. I've got my magnifier. Um, 
Nick's makes a good point on the clickers like the American using D Day. You can actually buy um I bought one the other day just again because I'm a nightmare with eBay. Um the little dog trainers. I literally just with, make a little yeah. clicker. Like the, I think they were called crickets in the um D Day. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that again, that again is something if you you know if you've everyone in the team has them, then it's quite useful for that. So. Oh. Sorry, that's my, uh, that's my that's my indicator there. Just a, just a, I'll take a glass of me and a, and a, and a little <laughs> A little beater and just play some tunes. There we go. It's me. Oh, Mike Brewer says JTF have previous, previously used a tracking app. Team leaders are logged in and can see the different squads on a map. Yeah, so I think that's yeah, um, nice. They use that a lot. If you can throw a name up there, Mike. I can't. I think it's like Blue something or other. Mm. Can't remember the name. Um, yeah, if you've got a link to that, Mike, that'd be quite helpful. But yeah, I've, I've seen that quite, because obviously you get like a little flip-down pouch your phone and stuff, and you can sort of see stuff on there. Nice. Um, BFT. Oh, BFT. There you go. It's probably called Blue Force Tracker. Yeah, there you go. Blue, I was literally about to say Blue Force Tracker. Oh, there it is. I think it's going to be blue something. <laughs> Standy by. So, cool. Nice one. All right, well, um, Mike, Mike can throw a link up on there, and we can uh, we can throw that out as well. Um yeah. Nick says, what's the worst airsoft, or what's your worst airsoft buy? My worst airsoft buy? Oh, bugger me. My worst airsoft buy. I did buy a pair of, well, I bought a pair of goggles once, like big goggles, and they were awful. But they were they were awful because they were like three and a half quid when I was only just, literally just started out, and I thought, oh, I'll get some like black hawk down you know on the top of the helmet goggle things and i bought these and they, they turned up and i was like these are just i put them on i didn't even move i put them on they just went like frosted i was like well these are these are fucking great these are yeah winning no one can see where i'm looking <laughs> that's basically all they were good for is to stop people seeing your eyes because you yeah. couldn't see out of them, they couldn't see it. You got a ready-made detention kit. <laughs> yeah, it was just horrendous. Literally, I put I could put them on in the cold. And it just go instantly, busted up, and just like this is crap, <laughs> rubbish. Yeah, that's probably one of my worst purchases ever. I think. Yeah. How about yourself, mate. Uh, so I bought a little night vision monocular. Uh, it was three hundred pounds. I bought it about five years ago, and it stopped working. Um, and then for the life of me, I tried to find some places that would. It was, I think it was like a Yukon something or other. Um, oh, I, know I tried to find some places yeah, yeah. that would fix it, and that I couldn't find anywhere to fix it. And basically, it was just three hundred pound down the pan. So oh. that was pretty depressing. Oh, yeah. He's back. yeah, yeah. Well, we all learn, mate, don't we? Yeah. Although to be fair, I mean, I could probably come up with a list of stuff. I was just thinking, what else I bought? I bought. Um, so I think it's like a South African load-bearing vest. Mm -hmm. um type, type configuration so it's got loads of pouches on the front sort of mesh panel on the back um bought one of those used it once decided i didn't like it there you go there we go if anyone wants one i've still got it in my loft so uh yeah because <laughs i'm an idiot because i'm an idiot i bought one in dpm and one in black at the same time not thinking to try the first one so i've got two <laughs> sitting up in my loft Terry, um, he equally hates <laughs> yeah so uh but i mean there's, there's a variety of stuff i mean i find that there's a lot of equipment or kit that i buy and then decide to move on with so i bought some binatone action 1000 radios um it's like my first com set um oh, i yeah, think they yeah, were yeah. probably just as expensive as a biofeng um i think I they're obviously proper pmr radios and yeah 
So it's things like that, really. It, I wouldn't say they're necessarily the worst. I think the worst one was probably you say that that Yukon night vision thing um, yeah. that just stopped working and was a complete waste of money. Right. Um, but yeah, I think we all buy stuff that um, you know mm. we kind of go, oh yeah, well that's awesome. I'll buy that, and you kind of get it, and you're like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm, yeah mm. This is never going to get used. No, I want that now. <laughs> so. Yeah, I want that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anyone else, but if anyone else has any like anything could beat that, whack it in the chat because I'd be interested to see what else sort of yeah, other people have bought. Absolute howlers of something that you, yeah, you've seen the picture and you think that looks really cool, and it's turned up and you've gone, "Good God, what, have, yeah. what did I just do?" <laughs> I bought a suppressor that was that long, Ooh. um, for no reason. I just thought this this is an amazingly this long suppressor, a... and I think I look funny. <laughs> and, I um, <laughs> and I put it on a pistol. Um, literally just for like a photo, and then yeah, that's never been used. Because um, <laughs> like, who who needs a suppressor that long? It doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's just an empty tube. It's done <laughs> nothing for me. <laughs> you can't you can't wield it out of a holster. It's a nightmare. <laughs> you point at anyone, you're pretty much touching them on the forehead. Like, what's the point? <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> but it did look cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ray says, oh, sorry. Ray says his worst buy was the ASG Combat Master, much used as a Bible in a hall, in a White House. I'm assuming that's not White House, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> might be the, it might be the White House. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's going to put too much political satire there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just jumping back to the uh, Blue Force tracker, Marcus says the Aris Alpha is another one. Um, oh, okay. And Andy said there's a really good one called Trace Force as well as it crosses uh, its cross platforms. I'm guessing so. for Apple and Android as well. I'm yeah, uh, James James says the same thing. So that's Trace cool. Oh, okay, that's probably worth looking into. Um, Nick says those goggles are now in a red bag. <laughs> <laughs> those goggles in the red bag. I'm gonna have to make a. I'm gonna have to make a. This is not a murder bag patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Ray says he also bought a Spiritus clone chess rig that I just couldn't get on with. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's so much kit that you just buy, and then you're like, oh, this is going to be really good, and you try it out, and it doesn't work, and it's like, I yeah. can't send it back now. So, but. Uh, James bought an Elcan from Wish. That was definitely the worst thing he's ever bought or seen. Ah, so I bought, I bought a um a um like a D bow uh, pet box from Wish, and it you know it's still going strong to this day. It's absolutely brilliant. It's only the a white light and a and a red um uh, red laser sort of thing pointer on it, but absolutely mm. you know uh, CR one two three battery powered uh, pressure pad, and it's got an awesome the pressure pad on the actual top of the pet box. But absolutely magic, it never let me down. It's really good. I <clears throat> that's actually that's pretty good. I mean to be fair. I think your one, I think I have looked at before and it is on my list of things to potentially buy myself at mm. some point. Mm. Um, I bought the Predator laser sight. You know the you know the three dots with the lasers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got one of those that That's I bought. Quite terrifying. It was, again, ridiculously expensive. And you've got the three dots. But then for some reason, and I don't know why, presuming it's got knocked, one of the lasers has gone out of alignment. So now I've got two lasers and one over it. Oh, right. Oh, dear. And for the life of me... No, over the life of me, I can't get this thing to come back in. The only point, the only time that it's again three dots is if you hold it about like two foot away from what you're aiming at, because <laughs> one of them is so out of alignment. So you got, you got to be super sneaky then. Just ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh <-huh. laughs> um, 
Andy bought a riff for three hundred pound, hated it, put in a box, and was only sold a few months ago. Oh, you, you know, at least you got some money for it again. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you get back what you paid for it, or was it just a I'll just get rid of it. I'm never going to use it. Sort of what price. Was, what was the riff as well? What I don't know what it was. Riff? What was it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ray said it was good. This is the Spiritus. It was good. I just didn't like it. No. That's fair enough, mate. Yeah, like a personal choice, isn't it? You know, yeah. just a couple of bits of balls I've got. Which I thought, oh, yeah, I love that. No, I don't. No. Nick, Nick brought a PQ battery box that can't fit any AEG battery. That's that's quite a good one. That's well, Andy, that isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's a fake one to have your battery externally mounted in the pet box, is it, Nick? Or is that an actual pet box that you can't find a battery to fit in? Was that worried that right? Can't fit any AEG battery. Yeah, it must be the false ones, and you can have. Externally... I thought it was the battery box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it must be. Yeah. I mean, we're laughing. Obviously, we're. All, I think we're all laughing out of like you know, sympathy yeah, laugh. Been, like, yeah, we've done that. We've no, I know there. your pain, brother. <laughs> um, James said this was a plastic toy shell with a thin piece of plastic in it, no electrics or anything. So that's the L can. Sorry, come back to the L can. So it's okay. a plastic toy shell, thin piece of plastic in it, no electrics. Right. Yeah. Uh, Andy bought a uh, Wasson, Wasson D bow from Wish, got hit by customs, ended up costing me 160 and it didn't work, but couldn't send it back afterwards as it would have cost me more. Oh, yeah. Painful, mate. I, bought, I bought a fake Spitfire, you know, the little um, tracer unit that like lights up. Oh, the, the sound hog. Oh, I yeah. Know with you. Yeah, yeah. I bought one of those off of um, AliExpress, I think it was. Um, and it didn't work at all. You could put anything through that. It didn't. So it lit up and everything like that. But whatever was the like, the detector didn't detect anything. Um, so I contacted them and they said, can you show us a video of it not working? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Um, and then they were going to charge me to send that back as well, and that worked out to be more than it was worth. So, ah, yeah, yeah you've got to be careful, chaps, with things like that, you know. Yeah, uh, Andy's was a MP5, by the way, and he lost only lost 100. Oh. Well, that's not too bad, to be fair. Yeah, be worse. I suppose if you've never used it, though, it's a bit like, Ooh. you know, yeah. ah, unfortunate. Uh, and Ray says, if you, uh, I think if you buy a kit that you don't like or can't get on with, give it to another player who could use it. Not everyone can afford all the kit and being nice is a good thing. Oh, look at him, old Mr. Rage, Rage Superhero just, of the Week. Just a genuinely wicked lad, isn't he? Yeah. I tell you what, in fact, that's a good shout. I will give away my South African, the, the black South African thing that I bought. Um, when we do the uh, our NoFo event that we're still planning and will happen at some point in the future. <laughs> Yeah, it will happen. I'll probably, probably do that. Well, I'll put. I'll offer it up as like a little raffle type thing. How's that? There we go. Cool. Nice one. Uh, Bill. Yeah. So, by all means, get any more questions in. Uh, we had another one from Kit uh, Nicholson regarding the Ebel Ebel stock pack. Um, I've never come across this. I don't know if you have, Lance. No, I haven't. No, this is new to me. Let me see. Um, shimmy, 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 shimmy. Just find the question. So that was the question. I've not actually modest. found it yet because I've got good and modest, but I'm really not a good guy. Of course, you are. Half track. Half track sounds like a vehicle. What is this devilry? Uh, I'm just finding it. Two six. Let's have a look. So I mean, we've obviously never used it, so we can't. No, I can't, I can't really comment on that perspective. Bad, mate, but I'd love to. I'm intrigued to see what this is. Here we go. 
Oh, okay. I'm assuming it's that one. Uh, Kit, oh. by all means, um, tell me if it's not. Um, yeah. Not familiar with them, mate. I mean, you know, first impression. I mean, first impressions. It's a, you know, it's a general sort of backpack, isn't it? I mean, any more details on it? Might size of it or three day pack. So I'm guessing that's we're sort of talking Bergen sort of size then, or. Uh, well, it will carry these... two three liter hydration kits mounted in side pockets. So that's your rocket two... pouches then, really, isn't it? Yeah, or two liter bladders in side sleeves. Oh, okay. Law enforcement, general military, seventy-two oh, hours. Yeah, okay. We're now, we're now all just reading the website together. Yeah, so sorry. It's I mean, it looks, it looks good, mate. But I mean, yeah, obviously, um, best thing, best thing is uh, YouTube is your friend, mate. Look at a few reviews on there. See if you can find the genuine ones that aren't just sort of like sponsored blurge. Um, and go from there, but by, by all accounts, there. What Mark's just flicking through now, it seems to be. Um, it seems to have good reviews. Yes. Hmm. Cool. So yeah, unfortunately, um, Kit, I can't really comment any more on it than that. Um, stop, mate. stop. I have to remember that. I'll just use a ex army surplus, mate. Patrol packs, Bergens. <laughs> That's pretty much me. Oh, apart from Miltec as well, I've got the old Miltec pack here as well. Beautiful. Love a bit of that. Um, as a general question that I'd like to ask our viewers, um, <clears throat> where is a really good military surplus shop? Um, I've been kind of touring recently with work every once in a while, kind of like the southern um, coastline in terms of sort of the occasional shops and stuff. The best one I've ever found myself, I think, is in Norwich, Nottingham, maybe, uh, called Anchor Supplies. Um, that's that's, oh, that's proper... the one you went to prior to the Tottenham game, isn't it? For uh, no, no. So that was that was another good one. Um, oh, okay. I, can't, I think that was called The Bunker, that one. Um, so that one's near... Well, the, that one's near uh, in Tuddenham, I think. Um, yeah, Anchor Supplies. That was what Nick was saying. So Anchor Supplies right. is good. And, I mean, I'm, when I say a good military surplus shop, I'm talking like, you know, you walk in and it's just stuff everywhere. And you're like, ooh, and you get to spend a good sort of three hours just perusing. Um, yeah, so, yeah, treasure. There's treasure had to be had. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone's got any good ones to like they can recommend, um, just good, it'll be good to sort of find them, basically. So. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fresh meat says Semaphore and Kit Monster. So I've not been to Kit Monster as a physical shop. Semaphore's good, um, but I know Anchor okay. Supplies. Literally, you walk into Anchor Supplies and it's got like a bomb outside it and stuff. And like, you know, you can just wander up. Perfect. They've got big old crates of tents and stuff like that. Yes, um, yes. crates and of like stuff. riot helmets and just, oh, all that good, all that just, juicy good yeah, stuff. You just, you just want a tub of stuff to rifle through and find yeah. a, a, a gem of something. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the Anchor Supply Shop, they have a stand at the War and Peace show, lots, and um, it's exactly oh, like that. So it's literally, you, they've got stuff everywhere, and it's grand. It's just amazing. I love um, it. I can't wait for the War and Peace revival to come back, hopefully next year. Come yeah. on. I'm hoping it's going to be next year, because that way uh, my daughter can wear the costume that I bought her. Uh, very good. <laughs> so we can all we can all go dressed up. Definitely, <laughs> nice. Um, Harry says, "Question: What is the most brutal event you've ever done?" My site manager spoke about Tier One, uh, being zipper clipped and bundled into the boot of a car later for interrogation looked awesome. Oh, I've yeah. never done that before. However, the, the, the most hard going event for me probably was the Falklands one we done, where we had to fight from basically sort of like the car park hard standing up a hill. Took our first objective, held that for three hours or two hours, whatever it was, and then once we once we secured a beachhead, we could then push out onto the next one, hold that, push out, hold that, push out, hold that, blah blah blah. And it was essentially a case of then just getting your head down where you could, when you could, 
for the for the forty eight hours, whatever it was. That was proper hard. That one. Yeah, I, I struggled with that. Keeping going, it's just it, you were just on your feet mm. all day, and you you know what rest you got was what rest you got. It, it, there wasn't really much stopping in that one, and the team was a bit smaller as well because it was a winter event. I think there was only probably sort of fourteen, fifteen of us uh, as a NATO sort of side, and by, and the same for maybe a, one or two more for the um, for the op four side. But um, yeah, that was a tough event. That was uh, that, I really felt that one when I got home. <laughs> yeah, that was proper. Yeah. But yeah, being bundled into a boot of a car, blimey, that sounds terrifying. I know there was, um, I know there was talk of an event, uh, apocalypse, where I think the plan was that <coughs> you, you don't even get your bags; you have to sort of like fight to get your kit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if that event actually happened or not. Whether it was sort of like one of a hypothetical. I don't um, know. Yeah, I don't remember that one. No, I mean the the hardest one I think I've ever done was probably my first one, um, and that was merely just because it was the first event I've ever done. Um, yes, yeah, and that, that that was just hard because you're there's like a massive learning curve for what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and plus you bring so much kit that you don't really need, but you yeah. bring it anyway. Yeah, I did exactly. So you're like hard. you're struggling. You're struggling. Like you're, you're you're testing stuff for the first time. Like I'd never slept under a basher until my first middle sim event. So that that was a whole new experience for me um, mm. and stuff like that. I'd probably say the hardest one I've done subsequent to that was probably the Legion one where it rained like nonstop. Yeah. Um, and that was mostly just because that was again a training experience in terms of how to deal with that much wet weather, um, mm. you know. So I think for me, it's it's probably not so much hard as in terms of physical exertion or anything like that. It's more like just the challenges you have to face to kind of have a good event. Yeah, sort of um, adapting to the environment and the condition, weather conditions and stuff like that, isn't it? Mm. and making sure you've got the right stuff on you to sort of cope with them. You know, downpours yeah. and and whatnot. You know, extra layers and able to dry kit and stuff like that so yeah yeah, yeah nice point uh, yeah so cool uh, any other questions oh, I'll just run through the chat on the, old, on the old surplus stores there HM Supplies Canberra yeah uh, Andy Bob said I tend to check eBay first so you can find some cracking deals so yeah a, a top tip for eBay uh, when he comes back like BuzzFeed article that says um you know, uh, top things that eBay don't want you to know. Um, if you can find a shop that's selling something, have a chat with the shop before you buy it on eBay because they obviously have to pay fees to eBay for everything they sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might be able to find that you can either pick it up in person or, or something like a little bit cheaper. Um, I only actually only live just up the way from Semaphore uh, in Maidstone. Um, so I found something from their website I wanted. So I, I literally just sort of dropped a message and said, look, do I have to buy this from you from eBay? And they're like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Just come down and grab it, and we can obviously make it a little so bit cheaper for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and nine times out of ten, they quite like that because you go in the shop, and end up seeing something else you want. Oh, well, well, oh, well, no, that's that's the cheers, bud. Yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah, yeah. save myself oh, five quid on this, but just spent two burgers, six pounds. pairs of boots, and a uh, <laughs> rifle carrier. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I only wanted a patch. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nick says there's a new one, old style one in uh, hang on, there's a new old style one in Norfolk. Uh, they had a big fire, so aren't as big now, but their place at Ripley was even bigger. Oh, okay. If you got a, a name, Nick, throw it in, that'd be cool. Um, HM Supplies, <laughs> Rage says, if it ain't raining, it ain't training. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. The problem was, I got so wet, and that that kind of harks back to how to deal with when you're miserable in an airsoft event um because there was only so much dry kit that i had everything was wet it's like happy 
<laughs> I think we, I think at one point I just had like a um I brought like a, a little basher with me, so I just had that wrapped over me, just standing there on stag duty, like I'm very cold and wet. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking shit. <laughs> Don't um, bring everyone else down, Mike. Stop it. <laughs> Have a sweetie. You want a hug? <laughs> Uh, Harry says, I always look at the seller name on eBay and then Google them. It's usually much cheaper to buy direct. Exactly. Exactly. Good so. shout, chaps. Yeah, nicely done. And that, that's not poo pooing eBay because obviously you can find quite a lot of good little deals in eBay and stuff as well. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Reaper One spend a fortune each time we go to Semaphore. Yeah. I can imagine I've that. Not, I'm yet to go there. I've not been there before. Ah, you should oh, come up, Lance. Come up. Come after, spend uh, the day with me and we'll go to Semaphore and then, yeah. Yes, I'll yeah. Wait, yeah. Yeah, let me get let me get a bit more overtime behind me first, and then we'll pop, I'll pop down. <laughs> uh, uh, Ian says softy jackets are ideal for stagging, and yeah, yeah, love me softy, mate. Yeah. I actually repaired I know, it the um, other day with some tape. I was very impressed with myself, my tailoring skills. Nice. Sort of spotted a hole in softy. I went, <laughs> brand new. Look at this. Does Brilliant. that does that form tailoring skills? I don't know if Absolutely. that necessarily yes, comes under. Shut up, Mike. Yes, it does. <laughs> I know um, for anyone that's sort of been following uh, Paul's um, Instagram, uh, the course on the chief, um, he's got, uh, I think, a new Wubby jacket or a Wubby. Oh, I sort saw of that. Jacket. Yeah, that's that quite really nice. nice. Mm. Uh, from Widow Widow One. Um, I can't remember the name, full name of the company, so apologies. Um, but yeah, that looked quite nice. I uh, might might also be maybe looking. It's a bit. Of, it's a bit of you as well. It's US Woodland as well, isn't it? I do like it. I do like a Wubby. Yeah. Actually, having said that, um, just while while there's other um, questions coming in, so I obviously stayed in the hospital uh, with my wife. I had to sleep on the floor, and I was very well equipped for that, being that I'd kind of taken a lot of airsoft kit with me that I would normally take when we're staying in the woods. Area, I had water, <laughs> <laughs> full full LMG setup. It was amazing. No one came near me. Sandbag um, the doorway. Just had a two four nine sticking out of it. But the um, so I took my snug pack jungle blanket. Um, so that was an amazing, amazing one to have. Um, just because I, I, I was literally on the floor. Um, so I had the the snug jungle blanket. Um, I had an inflatable roll mat, that um, Dutch army one uh, that we bought from Prepper Shop the other day. Um, little little inflatable pillow. That was be sorted. You know, I did Not use <laughs> one one little thing I did find out. So Prepper Shop recently sold a load of the flameless ration pack heaters. So they're well, roughly like that. You obviously slide the MRE into, put a little bit of water in, and it heats up. Um, they heat up very quickly, like proper quickly, to the point mm. that the bag sort of somewhat exploded. Um, and wow. fortunately, I sat near the window because I was like, I don't know if this is the best idea to do this in a hospital, but I was going to go with it anyway because I wanted to just like commit to this whole like expedition type. I, I brought it with me. I was going to use it. Yeah. Um, and you were yeah. at the summit and you wanted something to eat at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I heated this thing up and it just then... <laughs> I was like, ah! Oh, I've got steam coming everywhere. So I've just put it out. The oh, cam's gone. I'm back. I had this like plastic bag just issuing loads of steam. It's all getting really hot. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to get in trouble. And then at one point, a fire engine came screaming by. Fortunately, it was for something else. Um well, I say fortunately, I don't know if someone's house was burning down, so that's that's obviously not a good thing. No. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so um just be a little bit aware that flameless ration pack heaters should be used outdoors. <laughs> yeah, 
That's Mike's top safety tip for Wednesday. There we go. There we go. Definitely not in a hospital. Um, (laughs) See you later, fresh meat. Have a good one. Cheers, Um, mate. All the best. Yeah. So, oh, I was genuinely a little bit panicky, but it was good. It's all right. It's fine. Nothing, nothing caught fire, nothing burnt down. That's that's not a problem. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Oh, there's a lot of love for Semaphore in the chat. Um, yeah, it looks like way. Well, yeah, definitely. I must make a trip right. down. Like I said, I've not been down. I've not. Do you know what? I've not been inside an army surplus store. I don't suppose many people have recently, but um, inside an army surplus store, just to browse and peruse um, bits and bobs. Do you know what I mean? Just have a look. Just a you know, little bit of list, little bit, you know, a little look about and things like that. You know, yeah, miss doing that. Yeah, must must yeah. make a trip. We have to make a date, Mike. Yeah. Well, the one in the one in Nottingham. Um, so I went to visit my niece at uni. And uh, we're sort of like wandering around the campus, the town. It's all all lovely street names like, you know, um, Sunrise Hill and stuff like that. And I said, oh, would you mind if we go to this surplus shop? It looks really good. It's a little way out of the, the main town centre. And they're like, yeah, OK, cool. And we're walking out and it's a little bit further to walk than I thought. It took us about 20 minutes to get there. And the names were just like decreasingly less happy as we got there. <laughs> so it was like, you know, started as like Sunshine Road. And it was like, you know, oh, I don't know, like... Um, empty forest street or something like that and then we ended up we ended up literally at incinerator road incinerator <laughs> road marvelous um but hands down one of the best surplus shops i've been in in a while it's got that smell as well you know when you walk in you're like ah, vintage home. yeah exactly <laughs> that vintage canvas vintage lovely oils and stuff <laughs> oh Apparently Hooters is near uh, Anchor and Nottingham next time we go as well. So there you go. Well, that's, it. that's it. Even more reason to go then. <laughs> <laughs> no, last time I oh, was so... in the about 12 years, 13 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. Well, I can remember of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do excellent food there, from what I remember. Yeah, yeah. I think they did at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that weekend, food was eaten and it was nice. <laughs> um. Damien says, uh, 2-4 Delta Surplus on eBlaze and Airsoft uh, and X-Army uh, does deals if you contact direct. Ah, cool. Have a good cool. shout. Whilst you've done, mate, 2-4 Delta <laughs> Surplus. We'll be looking them up. Yeah. Love a bit of that, supporting the old X-Service, guys. Always good. Cool. So if there's any um, last few questions, please feel free to get me in the chat. Um, obviously, if anyone wants any patches, we obviously still got those for sale. Uh, all the details are on our Instagram and Facebook and all of that. Um, in terms of next week, I apologise. Lance and I haven't had a proper catch-up yet in terms of what we were going to do next week. So we'll kind of come out with that uh, later in the week. Um, it'll be a surprise. Some, uh, some bits and yeah, it'll be a little bit of a mystery. Beautiful surprise. Um, but we'll get that sorted out. Mm. Um, anything else we need to mention? Obviously, Milsim in a bag, so I'll have all, hopefully some details for that next week. So yeah, we will yeah. announce the winner of that. Um, I've spoken to them. They are super keen to come on the show. Um, so I'm hoping we can Which get them fantastic. on. Fantastic! So there's um, the, all that, all that, that stuff well. that you've given in, guys, and all the help that we've had putting it all together. It's um, so the owners been sorted. They're they're yep. aware of it and they're over the moon. And so yeah, it's just fantastic. So yeah, great. Well done, everybody who sort of contributed to that. Fantastic. Very very uh, happy with that. Cool. I think that's everything. All the all the notification bits. Um, Andy Andy says, would you guys ever go overseas for a Milsim event? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Anyhow, good night. Cool. Next question. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd love I, to, mate. Yeah, that, uh, I would. Isn't it? 
I'd love to do that one. Yeah. Uh, there's another one as well. I've heard there's an island. There's, this sounds like a horrific horror film that you, but there's like an island that you actually get you have to assault via boats like ribs, and you have to go up beaches, oh, okay. and then the rest of the, the remainder of the event is on this massive island somewhere. I've got fuck knows where it I'm is. I'm definitely but... falling in if I go on a boat. Oh, That's okay. gonna happen. You imagine it? Just my AG, my AG. <laughs> 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 Throw it back in the boat. <laughs> Don't care if I drown. Keep my gun. <laughs> But yeah, that'd be cool. But their border war would be good. I'd love to go and do like one of the Lion Claw ones in like the US or something one day, but I, I can't see that ever happening. But you know, we we, we can dream. You know, they do look awesome. Uh, from these yeah, guys it's, that, um, it's all the building like Gorilla Airsoft Radio. They 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 attend the events every year, sort of thing. So they always do like a debrief. So I always like listening to them. Uh, another cracking podcast, by the way. Check them out. Um, but yeah, the, the things they describe about it, like they do, it's like a is it Harris. Air Force Base or something. That's where a, a lot of them are sort of held at these Lion Claw events, and it just seems to be epic. I mean, Marcus is quite a a, a thingy for um the Lion Claw events in the US. So yeah, that that would be one for me. That I'd, if I had to choose one, it'd be that going go to the US and, and do an event out there. That'd be cool. Yeah, very much so. See, I'd love to do the US one, but uh, like you, I can never see that happening. I, no, I just no, so, you know, like it's you just say, a pipe like dream. dream. It's just yeah, no, yeah. Uh, it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, um, I know that there was an abandoned airport, I think, in Spain um, that was used for an event. Um, mm. That looked pretty cool. Um, a little bit maybe selfishly, I guess the only thing holding me back from doing uh, events in Europe are language barriers, maybe. Um, I can just see that being a little bit tricky. But then, uh, say, Border War looks like it's sort of proper geared up for loads of people from loads of different countries to come over. Yeah, I think so. I don't um, think you'd have a problem, mate. I just, yeah, I could just see it, you know, you just sort of, at least in America, they, they speak sort of an amount of English. Sort of broken English. <laughs> I can only say that because I am half American, so if that's you, fine. If, you, if you can call it that. <laughs> Christ, yeah. Um, Dimitri says, would you go to Russia? I'd definitely go to Russia. I'd love to go to Russia anyway. Forget, I would forget, like to go like, to Russia regardless, airsoft. yeah. Yeah, just come back and like go to an airsoft, um, uh, not an airsoft, like a military surplus shop in Russia, and come back with an actual AK. <laughs> just yeah, I'd, I'd like to come back with an AK. I'd like to come back with the accent. I'd like to come back with a lot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, Andy says um, the visa is really expensive and hard to get just for travel. Apparently. Oh, Christ, I don't know, mate. Sorry. Nothing I've looked into. Like I said, it's a pipe dream, so I've not really looked, delved into the details of it. I'd just yeah. like to go there one day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's lots of places in the UK that I'd also like to go to that are more achievable and haven't done that yet. So Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'll get closer to home first. I've got some areas <laughs> I want to visit. <laughs> yeah, no, so, good. Yeah. Cool. Well, if there's no more other questions to come in... Um, I guess that's probably it for this week. We can end a little bit earlier. I know, I won't lie, I, I'm quite tired and would like to go <laughs> relieve, relieve my poor wife of baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, fair play. So, um, yeah, we'll announce during the week then, guys, what we'll, um, what we'll be chatting about next Wednesday at 8. Um, yep. So, yeah, have a nice little surprise there for you, uh, waiting, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, we will now be, touch words, hopefully running at 8. Um, regularly on Wednesdays, so there should hopefully not be too many. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I've got to find you on the screen first. Uh, um, in the meantime, if you want to contact us, you can get hold of us at email. Um, yeah, by email, nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. Facebook is at November foxtrot nofo, and YouTube is November foxtrot. Um, 
just again to hark on, if anyone would like to follow and subscribe on YouTube, that would be amazing. I only want to get to 100, please. Yeah. After that, I haven't got a problem. I will never mention it again. Um, yeah, so in the meantime, um, Mike, make sure you're fresh for next time. I will do, mate. Don't worry about it. I don't know. I'm fresh this time. I'm relatively fresh. I have had a shower, but it's all good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, there is one last question. We'll throw this one. Damien says, are you guys using bungees or jungle knots for bashers? I use jungle knots, mate, for mine, for my basher. Yeah. I, I, use did, I, did, I, I did used to use bungees, but then I sort of found the 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 uh, the, uh, the dark art of, of jungle knots, which was a sort of, wow, this is cool. So, yeah, we did a little video, didn't we, I put up on our um, Facebook page. Mm -hmm. You can check out, um, but yeah, yeah, it's just a nice, a simple, fast method of uh, getting a shelter erect. The bungees weigh a lot more as well. Yeah, and um, they're dangerous as fuck in my eyes, and and literally yeah. in your eye, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no, fair play. Yeah, fair play. No, no, but no, I guess no, if you need that. a bungee, if you need to suddenly make a bungee slingshot, then you can. <laughs> if you need to bungee something, there are bungees there to be bungeed. Yeah. <laughs> So if anyone's interested in the Jungle Knots, we do have that on our Facebook page. Um, feel free to have a look at that. Um, I know Ray's is probably going to shout at me for mentioning Facebook again. Um, we maybe can try to put it on Instagram at some point. Um, mm -hmm. It's just, to be honest, it's a lot easier to put them on, on Instagram. Uh, on Facebook, sorry. I'm starting to get tired now. Much <laughs> waffling. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, thanks everyone for joining us. And we shall see you all next week. Uh, say next goodbye, week. Lance. Say goodbye, Lance. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>